Welcome to the Business of You podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Gogos. This podcast is dedicated to helping you uncover how to turn your big idea into big business and grow your personal brand into the business of your dreams. Each week, I'll talk to founders of all kinds of businesses, exploring how they launched and grew their companies. Behind every successful business is an epic journey, one that can serve as a roadmap to help you grow yours. The Business of You is all about frank conversations and unique business wisdom for the entrepreneur. It's a chance to tune into the story behind the brand and retrace the path of those who walked this road before you so you can pave your own road to success. Welcome to the Business of You. Today's guest on the Business of You is Chris Mirable. Chris is the founder and CEO of a company called Novos Labs. Novos Labs is one of the few and potentially the only company in the world that actually sells a supplement to increase our lifespan. And actually, this supplement helps decrease the 12 hallmarks of aging. So it's one supplement and it works on 12 aspects that increase our age, but this supplement actually helps us decrease our age biologically. In fact, Chris, the founder, has decreased his biological age by nearly one-third. One-third. That's pretty amazing. He was in a recent article in GQ magazine and also in Business Insider. Not only has Chris decreased his biological age by nearly one-third his actual age, But Chris also beat the odds of a brain tumor. He is a survivor. Early in his life, he was diagnosed with a brain tumor, which was one of the reasons that Chris got interested in longevity to begin with. He has a very, very fascinating story, including the fact that he is one of NYU Stern's business school plan, business plan competition, uh, one of the youngest winners of that competition many years ago. He's a very successful entrepreneur, a multi-passionate entrepreneur, and this is not his first rodeo. But I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Business of You with Chris Mirabel as he talks about his journey to founding Novos Labs and also decreasing his biological age by nearly a third. You're going to hear all about this incredible supplement that he sells, but also his personal and business journey to growing this incredible company. Tune in today to The Business of You with Chris Mirabel. Chris, welcome to the show. It's so great to have you here. How's your day so far? Thank you, Rachel. Uh, Day is going great so far. Excellent. Well, really excited to dive into Novos and the work that you're doing there. But before we do that, would love to hear a little bit about your journey and your background from where you grew up to um, what you studied to how you got to where you are today. Sure. So I, I grew up in a small town in Long Island. I uh, started working at an early age Um Actually, a quick funny story around that. Um, so I, I wanted to make more money than allowance when I was when I was a kid, and so around twelve years old, thirteen years old, my father let me, uh, as a favor uh, from a friend, let me go work at, outdoors at this garbage company of all places, where I was assigned to picking weeds. Wow! And I lasted a full week before I quit. 
um, but that was his way of instilling the lesson in my mind that I needed to work hard in school and achieve so that I didn't have to uh, resort to a job like that. And, mm-hmm. and I, I heard that lesson um, where I then started to teach myself how to program. And I got my first job when I was 15 as a programmer at a company in New York City which is where I was really entre- uh, inspired to become an entrepreneur, uh, the entrepreneurial environment. This was during the tech bubble, 98, 99. Um, it, it's when um, uh, I seeing the entrepreneurial environment and seeing um, how open it was and inventive it was and so on. I decided at that point I wanted to become an entrepreneur. Um, and about a year after that, I um, was on a school trip in New York City And I was listening to a speech and I suddenly started to feel dizzy and nauseous. And it turned out that it was because I was about to have a seizure. Next thing I knew, I woke up and I had blood all over my shirt because I had severed my tongue. And it was caused by a brain tumor, a larger than a golf ball size brain tumor on my left temporal lobe. And uh, that was a very impactful moment in my life. And the reason I mention it is because it plays directly into what I'm doing now, which is back then I, I, for the very first time, confronted the idea of death as a teenager, whereas most people don't have to confront this until maybe their middle ages when their parents pass away or maybe in their 50s or 60s when they start feeling the signs of aging and so on. But I was facing this at 16 years old. And it really transformed me as a person. And uh, I I went from playing on on the high school football team to writing poetry on a Friday night instead by myself, right? It was just a complete transformation, uh, introspective. And uh, it planted a seed in my subconscious mind where I I had always been into fitness since I was 12 years old. I started exercising and doing pull-ups and so on. Um, And that was like the superficial side of health, of trying to be attractive, trying to do well in sports. But going through the brain tumor, it made me aware of the real side of health, which is the biological side of health and the avoidance of disease. And so that planted the seed in my mind of always wanting to be as healthy as I can, but also have a long time horizon in my mind. Is what I'm doing today good for me, not only for a short-term goal, whatever that goal might be for me or for others, maybe it's weight loss, maybe it is focusing better at work or on the uh, at school, uh, maybe it is muscle building, whatever it might be. The question is always, is what you're about to do actually good for you in the long term as well? And the answer is not always. A lot of the health advice and even medical advice at times is focused on short-term goals, um, fixing a specific disorder or, 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 or disease, for example, and being given a prescription drug that might then have negative consequences down the road, right? So I was always thinking about these things. And then you fast forward, um, let's see, into my, my college years, I, I went to NYU Stern. Uh, you told me before that you also went to N- NYU. Uh, great school. I, I studied finance, economics, and international business, and I went into private equity banking my first year out of college, and it was not for me. Spent a year there before winning NYU's business plan competition with a concept called Hotlist, which is a social network that I eventually scaled to over 220 million people's social plans. I was, um, I opened up NASDAQ. I was um, plastered all over Times Square billboards. It was an amazing experience, especially as someone in their mid-20s at that point. Uh, and I, I stayed in entrepreneurship 
um, into my 30s, but all the while had health as the common theme in my life, my personal life. And um, I'll, I'll end with this. Uh, I, I came across scientific research about a decade ago in a scientific journal called Cell. There's a paper called The Hallmarks of Aging. And it, it identified the biological reasons why we get older and the microscopic, microscopic scale, why do we get older? And this was a, an epiphany moment for me because that experience as a teenager where I said like I was concerned about uh, avoiding disease and not suddenly passing away from it like I could have with the brain tumor. Uh, I wanted to know how could I do things that are good for me in the short term and the long term. And I always was, it's a little bit of guesswork, but seeing that there are biological causes of aging, I now had this lens through which to look at different lifestyle practices, different supplements, different diets, and so on to, to determine, are these things going to improve these biological causes of aging or actually uh, worsen them? Mm -hmm. And that started my journey to what eventually brings us to today with the company I founded, Novos. Huh. So it was reading about that, that longevity, essentially, that inspired you to start Novos. I mean, aside from your medical and, and you were interested, but what, what was the, um, what was that moment or the thing that happened that, because, you know, Hotlist was a successful company. So to kind of go back into the trenches, trenches and start something from scratch is a lot of work. So what was it that really um, empowered you to do that? Yes. Well, the truth is that that Hotless had its successes, but ultimately we had to shut the business down. It's a story, but the short version of it is that we were being approached by big companies like Google and Facebook for acquisition. There's a company in Asia that put an offer on the table and we were going through with the acquisition process. All the while, we had very little cash in the bank because we were focused on user growth, not on revenue, which is the classic social media playbook. And uh, it turned out that that company was actually just trying to get info from us, and they didn't go through with the acquisition. They actually ended up saying, thank you for all of this info. We're going to try to create our own version, and we'll check back in with you in a year to see how you're doing. And... At the same time, Hurricane Sandy hit. I lost my apartment. When I finally got back into it, it was robbed. It was it was a, a rough period. But that's that's a whole other chapter yeah. of my life. That was at the at my late twenties, going into my early thirties. Uh, again, taught me a lot. I would say that you know the brain tumor, that experience, those mm -hmm. are two mm -hmm. significant cornerstone experiences in my life that I, I consider to be blessings. They were mm -hmm. very painful. I would never want to go through them again or wish them upon anyone. But going through having gone through them i can look back on them and say that they they were the most powerful positive influences on my life uh, because i chose to see them in a positive way and um so getting to your question um i i i wanted to start novos because well number one uh going through that period of depression there were other things that i i, I also learned so like after losing the business i was depressed for about a year year and a half um I, I I ask myself the question oftentimes, like, why am I an entrepreneur? Why am I actually doing this? What am I looking for? And I would always have an answer, but then I would try to dig deeper like a child would and say, okay, but why? And I would keep going and keep going until I got to like the core of it. 
And ultimately, one of the realizations that came out of this was that I want to have a positive impact on the world. I want to do good for people in any way that I can. And um, health was something that was very personal to me because of my my teenage experience. So that, you know, the combination of those things, it's not like one single event, right? Like reading that scientific paper. It's the culmination of all of these things over a lifetime kind of adding up to each other. And then like this vision or story being formed in my mind as a result of all of this, where I it started to become more and more clear what I could do and how I could have a positive impact um, while also achieving personal goals for myself. Um, and that's where I, I eventually came to the point where I decided I wanted to start Novos. And since you don't have a scientific background, uh, your background's primarily in business, what was your next step as you decided to create this concept of Novos in your mind um, to be able to to actually build this company in the way that you're building it? Right. Well, so you're right. I, I'm, I'm not a scientist by by trade, but the fact that I was reading scientific papers in the first place, uh, I think kind of uh, sets me apart from most people who are in- interested in fitness, especially back then. This is uh, more than it was about a, uh, 10 years ago. So I, I was doing quantified self back then and, and tracking, you know, um, whatever metrics I could, like, say, uh, heart rate and heart rate variability and so on. Um, and um, and seeing how the different things I was learning through the scientific literature and the different hypotheses I would come up with on my own, I would then run self-experiments and see if I'm improving things like my sleep or subjective mood or my focus and my athletic performance and so on. So I was already kind of, um, in a sense, a citizen scientist, right, doing these self-experiments. But uh, I realized that I did also fall short, of course, when it comes to biology and the biology of aging. So I started networking with the top scientists in the field. Uh, I would go to biotech events that were all academics. It was all PhDs and a handful of MDs. There were no business-minded people there whatsoever, no entrepreneurs. And I would then uh, kind of corner the scientists and then ask them questions about uh, specific ingredients, like over-the-counter natural ingredients that I was doing my own research on as they related to these biological causes of aging that these scientists were experts in. And I wanted to hear from them whether they thought that this research was promising and if the ingredients were promising. And I went into those conversations kind of expecting them to say, no, this is a natural ingredient. Only prescription drugs are really going to have an impact because that's what the medical establishment leads us to believe, right? But that's not actually the case. I've since come to learn. And uh, the scientists were actually very uh, optimistic about the power that these ingredients could have. So after doing this with enough scientists, that's when it crystallized for me. And that was the validation I needed to eventually then start Novos because hearing from the doctors firsthand that there was a lot of promise in this approach that I was taking. And one thing I didn't mention was that there's there's 12 hallmarks of aging. Back then there were only nine, but I asked them, um, what if we addressed all nine of these hallmarks simultaneously? Because all of the research being done and the biotech companies in the field we're focusing on only one or maybe two of the hallmarks at a time. Mm-hmm. And I said, wouldn't it be better to address all nine simultaneously? And there is unanimous agreement across the scientists. So I felt like I had this unique approach and mm-hmm. validation about the ingredients 
uh, from the world's foremost experts at Harvard and MIT and so on. And that's when I said, I'm going to start the business and invited them to come on as scientific advisory board members. And they took you seriously, obviously, but um, was do you think it was in just the level of questions and then the relationship you were building with them? Because it's also, you know, a risk for them, right, to align. Reputational risk. Exactly, yep. exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, I think first, first of all, the fact that I, I really took this seriously and yes. I understood, like I could speak their language. I mean, I wasn't um, as fluent in the biology as they were, but I could still speak their tongue, so to speak. Right. Um, that I think went a long way. Uh, my history as an entrepreneur, I think went somewhere as well. And then combining that with my vision of, of how to address aging by, by doing so with, with, uh, by addressing all of the hallmarks at, at the same time, um, I think all of those things combined made them feel like, okay, this is this is somebody who knows how to execute, has a clear vision, and yes. understands the space that I'm in so that trust started to be built. And then once I brought on a few of these advisors, it's yeah. a small community, yes. right? So when the scientist sees, oh, I've got Dr. George Church from Harvard and MIT who invented genome sequencing in 1984. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's he's a well of a scientist. Mm -hmm. um, when they see that, they say, "Oh, okay." If they if he convinced George, George, right? That's that's interesting. <laughs> I got to get on that bandwagon, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, initially, was Novos? Uh, I, well, you created it as a B Corp, which is which is interesting. An interesting move too at that point. Um, but was it set up to be a supplement company or w initially were you thinking of it as of something different and then the supplements came afterwards? So the, the supplements were always part of the foundational vision okay. for, for the business. So we are uh, technically a public benefit corporation. This is um, a way that you can register your company. We're registered in the state of Delaware. It's in our articles of, of incorporation that we have the public interest in mind in terms of trying to improve longevity and, and long-term health for the public, not just our paying customers, right? Which was important to me because I wanted to be able to not only be profitable and think only about shareholders, I wanted to think about the public. And if there were two decisions I could make, one made us a dollar um, only for the shareholders and our customers, and the other made us 90 cents but did good for the public. I want to be able to go with what's good for the public, making a lower profit uh, without being called out for being fiduciarily irresponsible. So that's that's why I did that. And that goes back to my vision of wanting to help people in the first place. Um, so um, the the initial idea for, for Novos was to create these formulations and to be the very first to address all of the hallmarks simultaneously. Uh, as I mentioned before, there are biotech companies and uh, pharmaceutical companies getting involved in longevity research, but they they weren't thinking of it this way. And, and part of the reason is just because of the way the FDA is set up. Like, you, if you're if you're a pharmaceutical drug, you need to target a specific disease, and that that needs that's your success uh, metric, right? Is is how efficacious you can be for that disease and how safe you can be while treating that disease. Um, but they don't treat the FDA that is doesn't treat aging as a disease. There are many scientists who believe it should be treated as a disease, but they don't currently. And so uh, as a supplement company, we can combine multiple different ingredients 
And as long as they're considered safe, um, you know, grass status generally recognizes safe, we can sell them over the counter without having to get FDA approval. And so we could create a combination, the first of its kind, to address all of the hallmarks of aging, whereas biotechs and pharma companies are kind of handcuffed uh, to be able to do something like that. So I saw that as a strategic advantage, but I also saw things that pharmaceutical companies were doing, um, certain elements, not many, but certain elements um, were actually good, which is really the, the R&D side of things. The amount of, of care that they put into the research and development process, uh, when you think about supplements, supplement companies practically never do anything related to research and development. They just take uh, maybe a public study and then they use that to then try to market their product. Uh, we are very science focused. So for example, our first formulation, Novos Core, uh, it's backed by more than 400 scientific studies, all of the ingredients that is. But then after that, we, we didn't rest there. We went on to do our own scientific studies at third party independent labs, like academic institutions with independent scientists running the studies for us, but looking at things like DNA damage to human cells, cellular senescence, which is another hallmark or cause of aging. This is zombie cells in that form. Yeah, so so um, I'll, I'll quickly explain what that means. Uh, we have healthy living cells, and then oftentimes we have cells that die, and then our body re recycles the parts of those cells, like the fats and the proteins to then build new cells, for example. Uh, but there are certain cells that actually don't live nor die. Um, sometimes this happens because it's a cancerous cell, and the body is able to identify it and kind of arrest that cell and prevents it from spreading, but also has trouble removing it from the body. So these cells, these senescent cells thought of as zombie cells, the problem with them is that first of all, they accumulate over time, but they also release um, what's called a SASP, a SASP secretory, uh, senescent associated secretory phenotype. It's this big word. Basically it just means it lets out these damaging molecules that cause nearby cells to also get damaged and eventually potentially turn senescent as well. So it's like the zombie causing nearby cells to also become zombies. And it's it's one of the reasons our, our skin wrinkles, for example, or our blood vessels get stiffer. And so uh, we, we ran a study at Newcastle University in the United Kingdom where they looked at senescent cells and administering our formula to human senescent cells. And we reduced this, the footprint or the size of these senescent cells by about, I believe, 55%. Um, the DNA damage study we did was looking at irradiation um, and we reduced DNA damage from irradiation, oxidative damage by, I believe, 77% at the max. Uh, we did another one with chemotherapeutics that we haven't published yet. So we do a bunch of these studies and we do human in vivo studies as well. So um, we're we're very science focused. We want to prove out that our formulation is, is not like your ordinary um, supplement, that it's it's far more powerful than, than anything else ever created in the longevity space. Yeah. Um, the radiation one, just to make sure I understand it. So if if somebody's undergone radiation treatment, say for cancer, does does um, Novos Core help eliminate that radiation from your body? Or are you talking about radiation one gets from an airplane or, you know, out in the sun? Yeah. So so this this was an in vitro study. So it's only with human okay. cells. 
And okay. I also can't make any sort of health or medical claims for FDA reasons about sure. what our product is able to, you know, protecting against or coping with any sort of diseases. I can't make any claims related to that. Um, all I can say is that this specific study looked at um, irradiation to human cells and was able to protect it, protect them from damage. So the DNA that would normally um, uh, become oxidized and less functional or, or destroyed. You can have single strand and double strand breaks of DNA as well, which we see with chemotherapeutics. Um, administering in, in the cellular context, our product was able to protect the cells from being damaged by a very significant mm -hmm. amount. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I think many people are familiar with longevity from Dan Butner's work on the blue zones. Mm -hmm. But I would love to hear your definition of longevity and and any other aspects of it um, that could help help those of us not as uh, citizen science as you um, better <laughs> understand it. And also, if you can share a couple tips um, to improve our our own longevity, that would be great. Sure. So the way I define longevity is increasing your health span and your lifespan. So your health span is how long you live without a chronic disease. Mm -hmm. And then your lifespan is obvious how long you live before you pass away. Mm -hmm. uh, most people, when they hear about longevity, they say, why would I want to live longer? Because then they picture themselves at like 90 years old and like in a wheelchair and hardly able to speak and drooling on themselves, right? That's not what we're talking about when we think about longevity. What we're thinking about is that hundred year old who's on the dance floor of their great, great grandkids wedding and living it up uh, and has more energy than the 50 year olds and 40 year olds, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's longevity. That's yes. what we want, right? And that is achievable. Believe it or not, 90% of aging has been shown scientifically to be based on um, uh, life, uh, sorry, your lifestyle and environment. And only 10% of it is based on genetics. So when people say, oh, it's it's that person has special genes, that is almost definitely not the case. Um, it is it is how we live our lives, the foods that we eat, even when we eat those foods, uh, our stress management, our sleep routines and how high, high quality and the duration of our sleep, um, certain types of ingredients we can get through supplementation or again, specific foods, physical activity and types of exercise we do, our life, our, our, our perspective on life and our mindset, um, our relationships and having positive, strong relationships and community aspects to our lives. All of these things contribute. And that kind of gets into what you, you mentioned, Dan uh, Butner and um, the Blue Zones. When you look at the people living in blue zones, they tend to be community oriented, outdoors a lot, um, um, physically active, eating uh, healthy foods that are not processed, things direct from the earth, right? All of these things. But what I would say where we can go even beyond that is, well, first and foremost, it's important to consider that not everyone wants to live in that setting, right? Like for whatever reason, some people are living in big cities. Um, they have... Uh, to make a living and they have a job where it yes. might have like high stress environments. And, uh, you know, it, it's, I think it's, it's unrealistic to expect people to live the lifestyle of someone in a blue zone, like on a mountain in Sardinia, Italy. Right. So the question then turns into, 
Go ahead. It looks like I was gonna, gonna I'm just thinking I was actually watching the Netflix um Blue Zones like it would be great to live in Sardinia or in Igadia for you know for the rest of our but I know exactly what you mean. I love an urban lifestyle myself too. So, so sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. No, that's fine. I, I, I think it's important what you're saying because like our philosophy as a company with Novos is that like the vast majority of us are not going to have the option or opportunity yes. or even care to live in a place like that. Like I would get bored after a few weeks probably True. and want to yeah. come back to where I live. So how can we take modern living environments and optimize uh, lifestyles as much as possible so that we can replicate um, or even go further in some cases than those living in blue zones. Um, and that is really then looking again, like dissecting the aspects of, of our lives, like the foods we eat, when we eat those foods, um, our sleep and so on, and even supplements and different ingredients that, that we're taking in that can activate certain genes that are, for example, repair genes um, or recycling genes like that activate something called autophagy, which is when our body is recycling um, old cells and waste product and, and reusing it. Because what we experience in modern society is like this overabundance. We're always eating too much. We're always um, stimulated too much. We're never relaxing. We're always up too late and waking too early and over caffeinated. Like all of these things are contributing to excess stress and inflammation in our bodies. And so there are very practical ways that we can combat this while still living the lifestyles we want to live. Um, I don't want to sacrifice that from my life or from others' lives. Um, so Novos as a company, it's really built on the foundation of, of enabling people in modern society to tap into the benefits of longevity. If you've been thinking to yourself, I wish I had a personal brand that was easy to articulate and really captured all that I do, then look no further. Check out www.thebrandid.com today and sign up for a brand strategy session. We work with thought leaders, entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, authors, and speakers all the time. And we've been doing this for nearly 15 years. We love the work we do, and we would be so honored to help you uncover and define your personal brand. So check out www.thebrandid.com today and sign up for your brand discovery session. I'm so glad you brought up that distinction, actually, Chris, about the, you know, the, kind of these remote areas and of the blue zones and how can we achieve that? you know, living in the middle of Manhattan, let's say, or, you know, any other urban city, whether it's London or San Francisco or wherever it might be. Can you share with us maybe, you know, three to five tips um, that people living more urban, more modern lifestyles can put into their lives to increase their longevity? Just simple ones. Sure. So whether you live in a big city or not, uh, your meal timing is important. So mm. some of your audience may have heard of the idea of Oftentimes it's called intermittent fasting, but yes. technically it's really time-restricted feeding. Mm -hmm. uh, time-restricted feeding is when you are setting the hour in the day in which you begin eating and the hour in which you stop eating. And the most popular time frame, the one that I use myself is 16-8, is meaning 16 hours you're fasting 
in eight hours you're eating, which practically means for me, I begin eating at 11 a.m. That's when I break my fast and I finish at about 7 p.m. And I'm not as strict on the weekends. I like to live my life. But on the weekdays, like Sunday evening through Friday evening is when I can be super strict. Just in general, everything that I tell you, I'm super strict during those times. And then Friday nights, Saturday, Saturday nights is when when I'll I'll you know kind of stray off course a little bit, not excessively, but a little to enjoy life and so that my girlfriend doesn't, you know, slap her head and say, What am I doing with this guy? Right. So <laughs> um so uh with that said, um I think that that is one very important aspect is like minimizing your eating window. It's been found that uh, at least in animal studies that giving the same food to two animals, um, same caloric intake, same macronutrients, everything, but just changing the hours in which they're eating can have very significant positive benefits when you shorten the eating window on metabolic health, on blood sugar control, on weight gain, and so on. So that that's one aspect. Yeah. Uh, another is, of course, try to eat natural foods whenever possible. I mean, this is said all of the time, but it's very important. Minimize the processed foods um, if you are going to eat at a fast food restaurant, try to find one that might have at least a semi-healthy option, like maybe go to Chipotle and get, um, you know, the the guacamole and and hold the sour cream and get, you know, the the grilled chicken and, you know, um, some of the veggies and stuff like that, right? As opposed to throwing on all of the fixins and and, and so on, right? So. Try to eat things straight straight from the earth as, as much as you can, especially a lot of vegetables, uh, fatty fish when you can, eggs, whole eggs, including the yolk, they contain in, in important ingredients like choline, which is very important for neurotransmitters and thinking and movement um, and, and avoiding fatty liver. Um, so um, that would be the diet side. I'd say um, for physical activity, you know, in a big city, oftentimes you're not getting out as much as, as you necessarily should. Try to, at a bare minimum, hit 25 minutes a day of, uh, of you know, um, zone two cardio. So zone two cardio is going to be where you can still breathe through your nose, but it's a little bit labored. You can still talk and have like have a conversation, but after each sentence, you might need to like catch your breath for a second. And so for some people, that's going to be like a fast walk. For some people, it's going to be a very slow jog. But try to do that for 25 minutes a day. That's going to be, it's like Pareto's principle, the 80-20 rule. That's going to be get, getting you like 60, 70% of the benefit for only like 25, 30% of the, of the effort. Um, and then try to do some weightlifting if you can, or strength training at least two to three days per, per week, especially legs. Because as you get older, people fall and that's a common cause of death. And if not the fall itself, it's that the fall then leads to you being uh, you know, in a wheelchair and then your muscles atrophy even further. And then that just like accelerates the deterioration and, and you will unfortunately pass away quicker. So build that strong foundation with your legs. With sleep, this is important in a big city. I'd say, you know, there's loud noises, there's bright lights. So get blackout curtains, or um, you could you could do this even simply simpler. Um, get a sleep mask. So every night I, I go to sleep with a sleep mask, and I get earplugs. 
And earplugs, most people don't install them properly. I've, I know this whenever I give someone earplugs and they try to put them in their ears, they just like shove them in. There's a method to it. Watch a YouTube video. It'll show you how to put the earplugs in properly. But if you do, it will blunt practically all of the noise. And the combination of, of those two things, the, the light, the sound, and then setting the temperature as cool as possible in your home, about like 67, 68 degrees Fahrenheit, or turning the fan on in your room, um, you have a blanket, you will get under it if you get cold, but um, you, our temperature is supposed to be reduced while we're sleeping. That's how we get into the deeper stages of sleep. So combining those, you're going to sleep far better. And sleep is incredibly important for longevity to stave off diseases like Alzheimer's and cardiovascular disease and a handful of others. So those are the first ones first ones that come to mind. Of course, there's the supplement side of things, which if we talk about Novos, I can go into that. But um, those those are the first that come to mind for okay. city city living. No, oh, that's great. My husband will be happy to hear about the temperature one because I'm always saying <laughs> our house is too cold, but totally get that. Um, that's, that's very helpful. Thank you for explaining, explaining both longevity and, and those tips. I'd love to now kind of switch gears a little bit and talk about how you're marketing and growing Novos. Um, what are some of the things that you're doing doing there? Sure. So, so Novos, uh, I guess I'll I'll walk you through it chronologically. Like when we first began, mm -hmm. um, we I, I didn't know what to expect when we first launched the product, and so this was in January of 2021. So about two and a half years ago now. And we produced 5,000 units of our, our, our two products. So 5,000 of each of our two products. And within the first week, we sold out of all of them, which was of a huge products. surprise of both products. Yeah. Wow. It was a huge surprise. Uh, never would have expected that, that much enthusiasm behind it. I didn't realize so many other people were aware of longevity and the importance and the unique approach we were taking. We had customers from other corners of the world ordering it and people saying things like, uh, finally, a solution like Novos is, is available. Like I've been waiting for something like this for so long that other companies were that were kind of like touching upon longevity never really dove in headfirst like Novos has. Um, and so there was a lot of enthusiasm. And so our biggest challenge at first was actually restocking the product and having enough to keep up with, with the demand. So for the first year, almost all of the growth was just purely organic, just word of mouth. And month after month, we were we were growing. You were just selling from your website when you launched those two products. That's it. And word got out between your your team, your network, etc. Yeah, I totally. Mean, we, we we had um, we had an Instagram page. Wasn't okay. doing very much. We had okay. you know, maybe a thousand followers or something. Sure. Uh, we I, I did set up email campaigns. Um, yeah. At the time, it was Mailchimp. We've switched since over to Clavio. Uh, but um, I, I set up all of the, um, like programmatically set up all yeah. of the funnels for for um, for those email campaigns. But someone had to find us in the first place to yes. even get to those email campaigns. Yeah, right? totally. So to find us, it was really just coming, yes, organically. People through word of mouth were, were finding out about us. So, um, so then fast forward to July of 2021, that same year, we had such great sales metrics and, and I guess the vision that I, I painted was adequate to then bring on venture capital. So we raised uh, our first round of venture capital, July, 2021. 
um, all in, we, we raised about $5 million. And um, that, that gave us enough for, for us to hire our first employee. So September is when I brought on the first employee. Up to that point, I was doing like everything, at, practically everything at, at the business, um, working nonstop. But uh, finally, we brought on this first person who was a longevity enthusiast himself, but was um, a product manager at Amazon, uh, very experienced on, on the digital side of things and also very analytical thinker and really good fit for us um, at that time. And then come November, we brought on uh, our first marketing hire. And then January of 2022 is when we started to play around with different um, ad campaigns and, and, and doing some of the paid for customer acquisition as well. Mm-hmm. Um, how, so how big is the company now in terms of staffing? In terms of staffing, um, full-time equivalents, we're probably at like 17, 18 people now. Okay. And your primary revenue stream is are the supplements. I know you sell a couple other things, which I would love for you to talk about because they're so fascinating too. Sure. Yes. So yes, our, our supplements, we have Novos Core and Novos Boost. Novos Core, the very first um, and only supplement to address the 12 hallmarks of aging. Like I said, with scientific evidence to, to show it's efficacious. For example, we did a case study where uh, people took a biological age test which I'll talk about in a moment, biological age test before taking Novos and then after taking Novos for six months. And 73% of the participants slowed down their biological pace of aging by a statistically significant margin. Uh, And 0% of people accelerated their aging. So you would expect some people would have accelerated because of life stressors, right? Like they're drinking too much alcohol or they're not physically active or there's too much stress at work, that can accelerate your pace of aging. And it didn't occur for anyone in, in that in that um, case study. Um, so, and and the, the chances that this is a coincidence is, is less than one in a thousand um, from a statistical perspective. How many people uh, were in that, participated in that study? Do you remember? Yeah, it was, it was a dozen people. Okay. Yeah. And uh, half male, half female, aged, I believe, 39 to late 70s. So it's a wide range of, of people in there. Um, and we, we also have clinical studies underway as well to further prove it out because we would like to have a placebo arm as well. But with our resources at the time, this was what we were able to, to put together. Um, so that was Novos Core and, and Novos Boost. Uh, Novos Boost is based on one single powerful ingredient called NMN or nicotinamide mononucleotide. This has been made popular by scientists like Dr. David Sinclair at, at Harvard University. Uh, it, it is a precursor for something called NAD, which is in every living creature. And NAD levels decline as we get older, but NAD is important for energy production. It's important for DNA repair. So our bodies are able to repair DNA when it's damaged, but as we get older, it's less capable. One of the reasons is because NAD levels decline. So that is Novos Boost. That's an entry-level product. It's not as powerful as Novos Core. Um, it, it's also uh, less expensive than Novos Core. We recommend people take both, both Core and Boost together, but if you can only get one, we'd say Core, um, and if price is an issue, then get Boost. Then finally, the, the third product we, we currently sell is called Novos Age. Novos Age is a biological age test kit. 
So this is something that you can do at home with a very simple blood test. You, you just prick your finger and you spread a little bit of that blood on an index card. And then you mail that back in. And we deliver three outputs to you. First is your biological pace of aging. This is based on something called the Dunedin Pace Clock created by researchers at Columbia University and Duke University. It's the most accurate and the most precise of all biological age clocks in existence right now, commercially available. And, um, and this is based on objective measures, like for example, something called ICC, it's greater than 0.97. There's no other clocks out there with an ICC that high. Now, this is telling you the rate at which you're aging. So this is the trajectory of your aging, right? So you want it to be as low as possible. If your score came out as one, that would mean that every one chronological year, your body is aging biologically one year. So you're like the average person. If it was 0.9, for example, you're aging 10% slower. You want that to be as low as possible. Mine, for example, is 0.69. So that implies that I'm aging 31% slower than the typical, I'm practically 40 years old now. So the typical 40 year old. Are you taking um, quorum boost every day? Yes. Taking okay. quorum boost every day. <laughs> um, so uh, the second output is biological age. This is something to scratch the itch. A lot of people are curious, like, well, what is my biological age? I'm chronologically 40. What am I biologically? So we provide that. But with the caveat that, this test is not as accurate as Dunedin Pace. And any company that tells you their biological age clock is as accurate as Dunedin Pace, at least as of now, the current science, it's not as accurate. So, so there will be some range or fluctuation in there. So you shouldn't take it literally. Um, it's, it's an approximation of how old you are biologically. Another difference is it's also your accumulated damage over your lifetime, right? So you might have a, a low trajectory for your biological pace of aging, maybe it's 0.9, but then your biological age is above your chronological age. And you say, how is that possible? It's because maybe in your twenties, you were like over drinking and you're eating unhealthy foods and so on. And so that stuff can still have an impact on your biological age as you get older as well. But currently now, what's most important is the direction you're going, the trajectory, that is below one, that's what you wanna focus on. And then the third output is your telomere length. So your telomeres are the end caps of your chromosomes. Your chromosomes are where your DNA is. And so your, your uh, telomeres protect your DNA from damage. And every time your cell divides, your telomere gets a little bit shorter. So if you have a lot of damage to your DNA, the cell won't function properly and the cell will need to replicate and create a new version or your stem cell creates a new cell. And each time this happens, your telomeres are getting shorter. So people who have a, like a lot of inflammation and damage in their bodies might have then shorter telomeres. And telomeres themselves don't tell you how old you are biologically, but if they get too short, then your chances of disease, for example, gastrointestinal cancers um, goes up significantly. So you just wanna make sure you're not in the lower percentiles. The positive news is you can actually lengthen telomeres um, through different types of supplements and lifestyle foods and so on, can actually extend the telomeres. So even if they are shorter, there is potentially something that you can do about that. Good to know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. 
Where do you see from a product standpoint, if is there anything you can share about any anything new that you're creating or where you plan to take the company? So it, it so we we have a R and D pipeline that I can't say anything about. It, it's um, highly confidential. With that said, uh, as a as a public benefit corporation, we do whatever we can to try to get free information into the hands of consumers so that they can improve their health spans, their lifespans, improve their longevity. And so there's a lot that we're doing there um, uh, currently and and looking out into the future. And what we've so far done is we've released. Uh, for example, face age with facial AI, where you take a selfie. Um, we have uh, a, um, uh, a questionnaire on our website. If you go on, on novoslabs.com, you'll see a quiz on the top right corner. You answer that questionnaire in about five minutes. And we then give you personalized longevity recommendations. What you can do in your lifestyle, what's most important for you specifically based on the answers to the questions, uh, to slow down your pace of aging. And then we back it up with scientifically referenced articles that can give you the resources you need to dig in and to learn more. And this is just the beginning. We're going to build this out. We'll have a mobile app probably in Q4 of this year that will integrate that and other features. And um, ultimately, our goal is to enable people for free to be able to slow down their pace of aging, whether they purchase our products or not again, as a pub, as a function of being a public benefit corporation. Yeah, great. How are you using your personal brand to grow your business brand? So I didn't really, the truth is I didn't really have a personal brand, right? Like um, I, I've been in the press and so on for past ventures of mine, but I never really cultivated that and built out like uh, any sort of online presence. Uh, but about a year ago, I decided to start a blog. Uh, the reason being that, my biological age test results, according to the laboratory that that runs the tests, um, was the best they had ever seen. And uh, there were other people uh, who were investing a lot of money into testing um, and getting a lot of press coverage, uh, literally spending millions of dollars from their own uh, piggy bank, uh, getting a lot of press uh, about their results when my results were better. And so I thought, well, it would make sense for me to at least put that out there for the public to see. And I'm not the type who wants to like self-promote. So I just put it out there. And so that that website's called slowmyage.com. But fortunately, some of the right people have seen that website and I've gotten press out of it. And so that just adds more exposure. So for example, the New York Post uh, did a feature on me. Today, uh, Business Insider wrote a their third article about me and, and my lifestyle uh, that came out today. I was featured in GQ magazine uh, last week for for my results on my biological age. So it's starting now to to get out there and people are seeing that I'm I'm not, you know, some entrepreneur just trying to uh, you know make a buck that this is actually I live it, I breathe it, I believe in it. It is part of who I am and I want to now be able to spread this knowledge um to as many people as possible because you really can slow down or speed up your pace of aging. And um, everyone should at least have that knowledge to then decide for themselves if they're going to take the care to slow down their aging. Mm-hmm. Now, I know we're all wondering what what are your ages, your biological age and your, um, your what is the age <laughs> called that that is your actual age, your biological, no, chronological, sorry. Yeah, sure. 
Well, my chronological age is I'm about 39 and a half, almost 40 years old now. Okay. Um, my biological age, uh, the, the answer is it's complicated only because there's so many different tests out there. Sure. Now, if you take the average of all of those tests, it's it's more than a decade younger than my oh, actual amazing. chronological age, which I think is as important as seeing then like what the more accurate tests say as well. Like I said before, my my Dunedin pace is 0.69, which implies 31% slower aging. Um, if you if you look at um, another test called GrimAge, uh, which is also very accurate, it looks at your biological age. That one came back at, I, I believe, about eight or nine years younger than I actually am. I got results just last night from an innovative new test uh, that looks at what's called your metabolome instead of your epigenome. I won't go into the science, but that, that one... Um, found me to be, I believe, uh, about 12 years younger than than my uh, chronological age. So all in, what's interesting is that when you look at the pace of aging from the Dunedin pace clock, implying 31% slower, and then you look at the other clocks that look at biological age, and you average them all out, they're all approximately 30% or, slow, or so slower or younger than I actually am, which gives a, a it, it just strengthens the argument that it's probably accurate if all of these clocks are coming out with the same results. And then beyond that, I also do physiological tests that I, I blog about. So looking at my VO2 max, which is the maximum oxygen consumption when you're exercising, looking at um, my resting heart rate, like a bunch of other like real world physiological markers. And those also happen to be somewhere in like mid twenties. Okay. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I, 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 it's been part of my life since I was a teenager in, in a yeah, sense, that's, right? That's the next thing I was wondering is like, how long have you act, have you actively been working to ex- extend your longevity and reduce your biological age? Well, it's you know, since I was, I was a teen, I've been exercising and, and looking after my, my health, but then there are also significant events that, that would work against me having a positive uh, result for my biological age clocks. For example, the brain tumor is a physiological trauma that physiological traumas can actually have a negative effect on your biological age. And it's also psychological trauma as, as well going through that, right? Um, in my in my early 30s, going through depression, depression can accelerate aging. Um, so there, there are definitely periods of my life that would work against me for my biological age results. So that's one thing to keep in mind. Uh, also keeping in mind the fact that we, we've we given our supplements to consumers who are testing it and are not doing anything. They're not changing their lives whatsoever. And then they find that they are able to slow down their biological pace of aging simply by taking our supplements. So if I had to put my finger on one single thing that's different than other people, because there are plenty of other people that exercise and eat healthy throughout their lives. And then they take the test and they have good results, but they don't reach the level that mine has necessarily. Um, I think that the the real distinguishing factor is the the Novos formulations. Yeah. Well, that's good to know because we could all, you know, try them for sure. I mean, something accessible. That's what my point. It's, uh, it's something that is fairly easy to implement in your day-to-day life, right? It's it's taking a supplement, um, which is good. It gives me hope. Uh, your ingredients in all your products, are they all 100% natural? 
Yeah. So all of all of the ingredients in our products are derived from either uh, the human body, but they decline when we get older. We don't actually oh. literally extract them from humans. Right. But yes. <laughs> that would certainly make the news and get you some some media. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, that. Uh, they, they are things like, take, for example, hyaluronic acid or alpha-ketoglutarate. Yes. Yes. These are, are things that our body produces, but as we get older, the levels decline. So it's either that or it's something that's been in our food or water supply throughout the last you know hundreds of years or millennia, in some cases, even throughout evolution, we've mm-hmm. had it, but now we don't have it in our food or water supply anymore. So, um, so yes, the, they're okay. all natural. Great. Well, this has been so fascinating. Um, I want to encourage everybody to take that survey on your website. I took it just under a month ago and I found it really, really fascinating. And and you mentioned as we were getting on our call today that that's been improved and now it actually gives you some, some action items where you can take specifically for you to increase your longevity. Um, so please, you know, feel free to share where can people learn more about you, Chris? and learn about your company and purchase your supplements. Sure. So my personal blog is slowmyage.com. And I'm also on Twitter and Instagram as slowmyage. Then Novos is novoslabs.com. And we're on all of the social networks as Novos Labs. And in terms of some some free tools uh, that people can, can use to get involved in longevity and learn more, one is the questionnaire that you're mentioning, which is on our website in the top right corner. Um, or if you're on mobile, you just hit the menu button and you'll mm-hmm. see it. Uh, the second is FaceAge, which you can find by searching for it on the website or just go into novoslabs.com slash FaceAge. And that's the facial AI that will tell you how young you look and what your skin health markers are. And then tells you how to improve your skin health markers. Uh, and then the third is our, our blog, uh, Novos Flow. And Novos Flow has more than 150 scientifically referenced articles written by PhDs and MDs. So it's, it's really a great place to either start with, with high-level basic content or get into deeper, sophisticated content if you really want to learn about the science behind aging. Yeah, amazing. Well, you're certainly meeting your goal um, and intention of making life better for people. And I really appreciate you for that and the work you're putting out into the world. Thank you, Rachel. Our, our, my vision is to add a billion years of healthy life to humanity. And it's not only going to be from customers, it'll just be from people learning and then implementing this into their lives. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Business of You. If you found a little dose of inspiration or learned something new, please leave a review and share it with a friend or even two. Interested in building your brand and business? Tune in next time to the Business of You podcast. And remember, there's only one you. You're the biggest differentiator your business has. Until next time, friends.